This is an ABC podcast. Dee Salmon here with producer Pip Rasmussen. Hello. And we're going to do something a little differently today. Yes, that's right. We were going to do a different topic. We were going to talk about circumcision today uh, in adults, but we're going to hold that and do it next week because we threw up something on our Instagram, a message from a listener, and we had such a huge response that we basically just went, you know, full pivot. That was so realistic. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I believed that. Wow. Pivot. That's right. We absolutely turn on a dime for you. And you and I were like, let's do this topic instead. So basically what happened was, as you know, here on The Hookup, we are here to answer your questions. And Caroline got in touch with us. She sent us a DM and basically said she's really struggling to find people who want to date her. She's an aerospace engineer. She's doing her PhD in renewable engineering. She loves fashion, nice clothes, loves good food, going out to dinner and cocktail bars with friends, which, you know, she shows all over her dating app profile. So she's, like, super confused because she's like, you know, I've got a nice, fulfilling life. Like, why am I not getting any matches? I'm so confused as well. Like, she sounds like a dream. Like, sign me up. Where do I – how do I meet Caroline? I want to date her. I know. I I was super confused as well because I jumped on Zoom and saw her and I was like, you are so beautiful. Like, I was like, you're gorgeous. Like, you're, I don't know, I was just in, in awe of, like, even just her job mm. as an aerospace engineer. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I had to, like, chat with her and find out a bit more about what was going on here. I'm currently doing my PhD in renewable engineering but on aircraft. That is so sick. That is so cool. <laughs> How exciting. Yeah. You're going to be, like, a renewable aerosmith engineer plus doctor added to your name. Like, that is just so <laughs> incredible. And you're, like, 26. That's wild. Um, Caroline, so tell me a little bit about your experience on dating apps then, kind of given that context of like who you are and what you're doing, what has your experience been and and what does your profile look like? It's been, it's been odd and I I definitely don't know how much COVID and like the mentality around the pandemic has changed everything. But, um, yeah, I find dating apps and just like dating in general, very difficult because I find that my profile is set out in a way that portrays all of my interests and things that I love to do and I would think that a lot of people or especially like the type of man I'm interested in might like the concept of a girl who's super into like cars and bikes and aircraft and going out and doing all these things all the time and a girl who can help you build your vintage bike if you want or like all of these things I just I would assume that's what I would attract and I get none of it ever. Like I get no likes when I have all of that information portrayed and my engineering degree portrayed. I might occasionally get a like from a guy saying, are you actually an aerospace engineer? Question mark. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) Caroline, I'm looking at you right now on Zoom and like you are stunning. Like you are so beautiful. (laughs) Honestly, and, like, tell me a little bit about, like, your lifestyle with your friends and stuff. Like, what would you say that, like, you portray yourself, like, lifestyle-wise, like, maybe with, like, friends or, like, going out and and how you, like, look like and dress and that kind of thing? 
Yeah, like fashion has been a very iconic part of my life growing up and I do pride myself in the way that I dress. So I, I, been, I do surround myself in a lot of these labels, um, but specifically looking at sustainability and stuff like that. And that's reflected in my friends as well, who a lot of them are working in the fashion industry or are creatives as like working in music or directing or whatnot. And then, yeah, so I do spend a lot of my like spare time going out and having, like I have a massive appreciation for like quality food like going out and dining. So we'll often go out to really nice wine bars, really nice cocktail bars and restaurants. And, you know, I do portray that stuff on my my dating profile. And I, I know that some men might get scared because that means that I am high maintenance because it might be expensive. But, you know, like I'm, I'm happy to pay. This is the thing. <laughs> like these are just things that I love to do. And if I could have someone to do them with, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Like you're so high achieving in your career, like you've clearly got, you know, everything together, like you're able to support yourself. You just love the lifestyle that you have, which as you should. Yeah. And it's just, it honestly blows my mind that you aren't getting matches. But this is something that you experimented a little bit with as well, right? What happened? Yeah, so, you know, when I was new to the dating world on apps, um, especially Hinge, like the more popular one nowadays, is where there's like more detail around who you are that you can portray on there. I put, you know, my, I think I started off with like aerospace engineer and then now more recently I've put like PhD in um, energy harvesting on aircraft and zero matches or like one or two every now and then. I mean, half the time I think they're like bots because they just seem fake. And I've often gotten emails from Hinge saying your match is suspicious. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) So the like one or two matches I get aren't even real. I realized, oh, maybe it's my job. So I took that off. And yeah, I think in the space of a week I had like 15 and like gone on a couple of dates since and, you know, what I find really funny is if I do on the date and I do tell them that what I do for work, there's just this instant, oh, okay. Um, either they're like stoked because the way I talk about it, it's clear I love it. Or they're just like, oh, well, I'm a dumbass, like slow down. And I'm like, oh, don't put yourself down. Like I'm just passionate about something. I'm sure you're passionate about something. Yeah. Do you feel like their energy completely shifts and change as soon as you say what you do? Yeah, definitely. And then is it just like you never see from, you never hear or see from them again? Like, how does it kind of. Oh, yeah. I mean, ghosting is like very high. But I think I also don't know how much of it's my job and how much of it's me just being like obsessed with it. Like, just wanting to talk about my passion a lot. I think that's fucking hot. Sorry. Isn't that what you want out of a date? Like, someone who sits across from you and talks about what they're passionate about? Like, that's so attractive. Do you feel like you're shrinking yourself? Yeah, well, like, my dating profile now doesn't have my job on it. And I've changed all of my, like, prompts to just stupid, funny things that have nothing to do with me. And then all of my pictures... I just photos with friends and I'm not particularly showing off in any respect. And yeah, like the rate of matches has increased a lot and I just don't know why I have to lie. 
so full on. We thought the same thing. We're like, I don't know why you have to lie either. Like, I'm so confused. So we put it up on our Instagram because I've never heard of anything like this happening before, Pip, have you? No, not really. Like, I haven't met anyone who's had to change their job. I've heard about people, you know, making little edits Mm. like with photos, but to fully cut out that part of your life, and obviously it's such a big part of Caroline's, it's just... It's fucked up. Shouldn't have to happen. It it was, yeah, super strange. So we put it up on our Instagram just to see if anyone else had gone through something similar. Uh, You know, we like to do investigations. And the response that we had from you was absolutely wild. And so for this episode, like we said, we're going to do things a little bit differently and really go to you to investigate and lean on you for answers to figure out what you think might be going on here, what your experience has been on dating apps when it comes to swiping and maybe changing something on your profile, whether or not that's meant you've gotten more matches. And we are going to hear from an expert who just published a study about people's dating app swiping habits and and what the hell might be happening here with Caroline. Right, so loads of women got in touch with us about this, about having to change their career, their successful, high-achieving career on their profile just so they would get more matches. And this was something that Sophie went through. So I'm a lawyer and I had to take that off my profile because I was experiencing the same thing. I either wasn't getting matched or when I did get matched, I was getting asked for free legal advice. And it would be like within like the first message or two, like sometimes I'd play it down and try to talk to me for a little bit first. Otherwise, no, sometimes it was like instant, like, oh, hey, I see you're a lawyer. I need help with a contract or do you think my employer is doing the right thing? So as soon as I took that off my profile, I noticed that I started getting more matches and it was so much easier to talk to people because there was no intimidation there. The audacity of people asking for free Free legal legal advice. (laughs) I literally said to her, I was like, you know that there are, like, do people not know that there are actual free hotlines that you can call to get free legal advice? I know. And people coming in on the first message as well. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry, Sophie. But why does that also not surprise me? People suck. Yeah, it's been really wild. Like, Grace got in touch with us too and she encountered this gem while dating yeah this guy fully just told me he has to be smarter than whoever he's dating i was just kind of i was studying at the time i was getting my first degree in theoretical theater and um yeah just chatting about how guys can find it a bit um off-putting i don't know if you can yeah just best them when you're having like kind of arguments or chats whatever and yeah, he's like, no, no, I, I do like to be smarter than you. It's nuts, right? At that point, would you would you've just left? I don't. Yeah, probably. Like, if someone point blank was like, I don't date people smarter than me, you'd just be like, well, I guess we're you're pretty dumb. Of, <laughs> I would have been like, we're gonna have a lot of issues here, babes. Uh-huh. <laughs> just gonna get, check, please. I'll Thank see you. myself out. <laughs> he's paying for that, by the way. <laughs> and it happened to Sharon as well. But for Sharon, it wasn't really so much about career, but more, I guess, like money and success in a different way? When I was 23, I'd been a single mum for four years and I bought my first house only because I was able to live with my parents and save that way. But I was quite excited about it, proud of it. And so I put the picture of me in front of the sold sign as the first picture on Tinder and just a dramatic drop almost immediately in the amount of matches I was getting Yes, we wanted to help Caroline out because, you know, she's dating guys and we wanted to kind of get their perspective because she was super confused. She didn't know what was happening. So we wanted to find out from you 
and throw it to the dudes to find out what's going on. Like why, if you're a guy and you're swiping and you come across someone like Caroline, like why would you not swipe right? Uh, We had some really interesting and varied responses. Cam reckons guys might be getting a bit intimidated by women with great careers because of societal expectations. Guys are in society expected to uh, provide a bit and then it's very hard to get away from that feeling. I think as much as um, I love, you know, powerful women and people who are passionate about what they do and what they've achieved, I think it's um, not exactly a, a common thought amongst you know, hetero guys. Yeah, this message in our DMs as well agreed with Cam. They said, in general, guys are thinking, what can I bring to the table? It's more of a self-confidence, self-worth thing. We're taught that our value comes from what we can provide. We're thinking, why would this amazing woman settle for me? Another DM that we got from someone, they said, I honestly think men are so intimidated by educated women and it affects their toxic masculinity so much They want to be the dominant one so bad that the thought of a woman possibly outdoing them scares them away. Here's another good point. Hetero guy here. I earn 250K per annum myself. Nice. Very good. Very gorgeous. Anyway, (laughs) continuing. It's not about worrying what the other person earns or does for a job. It's more if they're an aerospace engineer on their profile and have visually good-looking photographs, It's most likely not true since the amount of catfishing accounts on dating apps are extreme. So when you remove a job that only 1% of the population has and some visually amazing photos, you're making yourself represent as a real person and not a fake profile. Men have to put up with a lot of scams that women don't. Okay. So a lot of people were saying that they think it's potentially a catfish. Yeah, like a bot. Like a bot. Yeah, there are bots everywhere. So... I kind of get where he's coming from. It's kind of hard to tell between what's real and what's fake anymore. Speaking of someone who earns 250000 another listener chatted to us about this, JP. So many, many years ago, he met this incredible woman when he was managing a bar uh, and he said that her and him fell madly in love. They very quickly had this huge romance and then after a little while of dating, he found out that she was earning in some really high clearance defense force position. And basically, he said that he had to end it because he felt completely emasculated. I was earning like 40 grand a year as a bar manager and she's just willing to, after about two months um, of me borrowing her car, she was willing to actually just buy me a car. And I couldn't be in that position where we entered the relationship on two completely different financial levels. It was just two different places in our relationship. I, I, I couldn't do it. I just could not do it. The timing of this topic of Caroline DMing us is actually pretty crazy because there was research that came out a couple of weeks ago about dating apps and the way that people perceive women in particular on them through their photos, through their job, everything. The research was done by Lisa Portolan. She's an author and a PhD researcher at Western Sydney University. And she wrote a paper published last week called, quote unquote, high maintenance is a red flag on dating apps. Women are still expected to shrink themselves. Oof, let that sink in. It's a lot. It is a lot. She did find that there were specific traits 
and appearances, like Pip has said, um, that men thought made a woman, quote unquote, high maintenance. It was a mixture of behavioural traits as well as um, physical characteristics. Uh, So, for example, some of the physical characteristics that were mentioned were things like too much makeup, um, very done up always at parties so you know the images had the images within dating apps um had uh you know images of girls at parties all that sort of stuff things like having expensive handbags or looking to be wearing very expensive clothing so those little like props for people but then there was also a mixture of behavioral characteristics so things like potentially demanding too much within the initial conversation, you know, or, you know, looking to, to set up a date really quickly or um, different elements that made people think that uh, that this person was going to be difficult, essentially, or high maintenance. Yeah, so like we heard earlier from some of you about maybe some of the reasons why guys might not be swiping um, on certain profiles. We did put their answers to Lisa and she, yeah, she really agreed with what they said. It's about money. It's also about not wanting to date someone who asks too much, who demands too much. There was this weird sort of correlation that was made for men around women that appeared to be high maintenance and finance, which was very strange. It was a very sort of curious conclusion to draw, but um, that was one of the key things. Um, One of the second things was more around, you know, wanting too much or demanding too much, not just from a financial level, but from a, you know, from a pragmatic level of organising of organising the date, for example, um, which sort of had a deeper reflection that ultimately it was too much from, from a pragmatic but also an emotional level as well. Yeah, so like we've been hearing from a lot of listeners, they had to change their profile. So Caroline wasn't an aerospace engineer doing a PhD in renewable energy and absolute boss. I think she changed it to waiter. Yeah, I think she did, waitress. Which is still a boss in an equal sense, just a different type of boss. Um, but it is really frustrating to hear that a lot of people are having to change things that they've worked so hard to achieve based on how other people are perceiving them. And that's what Lisa found as well through her research. She found that a lot of women were trying to identify with the quote-unquote cool girl. Cool girl. Men always use that, don't they, as their defining compliment. She's a cool girl. Cool girl is hot. Cool girl is gay. Cool girl is fun. Cool girl never gets angry at her man. She only smiles in a chagrin, loving manner and then presents her mouth for fucking. You know the girl, Pip. The one from the Gone Girl movie, that speech about being the cool girl, is pretty much like the definition. Yeah, no, this is really the definition and such a pop culture moment as well because I feel like from this movie, everyone kind of grabbed onto it and they were like, oh, that's what that (laughs) is. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever done that before? Have you like kind of played the cool girl? Yeah, I've definitely done it a few times. I Mm. think when it comes to like music taste or movies or whatever, like I'll probably be like, yeah, no, I love that band. Like when I would rather just like go home and listen to Taylor Swift or something. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I've I've done that a few times. Yeah, no, me, me too. Absolutely. I feel like I've done a few fibs in my time just to get on the level with someone. Yeah, it's kind of pick me vibes like trying to edit yourself for the male gaze or what you think that guy wants to see or who he wants to date 
And this was something that Lisa found in her study that women try to seem more appealing on dating apps if they find that the way that they are realistically presenting themselves isn't working. What women sought to do within the research was they tried to portray the cool girl. So it was almost as though women tried to embody what they, they thought the um, definition of the cool girl was. And this, this might have been, you know, more natural images. So images of them looking pretty but with no makeup on, for example. Um, you know, uh, they, they would have included images of them out do, doing outdoor activities or being at festivals or um, with, with other friends. So looking to represent themselves within this nominal sort of category of of being cool. It went to the point of some people putting up bios that they thought would be attractive to to men as well. So, for example, using um, movies that, you know, a lot of men really like um, and picking out a phrase um, from that movie that, you know, um, would resonate with, with, with men, right? So the thing is it was this impossible line for women. So... They had to make themselves small, but they still had to have, um, they still had to, to be attractive enough uh, to, to, to get the match as well. So it was, it was virtually impossible to sit in a safe space for them. Can we just take a moment as well here to pause? <laughs> because we got to say, a lot of guys also message us to say that they had to change stuff on their profile too. Like Steve, the trucky driver, got in touch and he said he had to delete his job as a truck driver. We did have a few police, army, firefighter, like those kind of jobs as well be like they had to hide that off their profile uh, and then they got way more matches. So, yeah, it's really interesting because it seems to be that it does kind of go both ways, that there must be so many jobs that women discriminate against oh, totally. as well. And we put up a poll on our Instagram and basically asked you because – That was the interesting thing about this topic and putting it up and getting your responses and and getting you to share kind of your thoughts was that a lot of you messaged us and were like, well, I think that sometimes women who are maybe in these higher achieving roles or successful roles don't go for like the guys in lower paying jobs or maybe deemed like quote unquote like not as successful. Uh, And yeah, we put it up on our profile and just said if this was something and we put it up on our profile and we basically said, if you had a higher achieving job or paid more, would you care if you dated someone with quote unquote lower status? And 24% um, said yes. And they want someone who's on the same level as them. So like you're saying like 76%, is that the math? 76% said said no. They were like, no. We'd be chill with it. Yeah, we'd be chill. And there was another message we got from someone who said, I think there's an aspect where these women are also seen as someone to conquest or crack with as little effort as possible. Getting them to lower their expectations or standards is something to brag about. That's my experience anyway as someone who gets a lot of matches when I was on dating apps. The majority of them just wanted one night stands then vanished. Mm. There were so many, yeah. We've got a um, highlight up on it called No Matches if you want to have a look. There's some really interesting conversations happening there. Yeah, but we did get a lot of DMs as well of people saying that they wanted to meet Caroline. Like they were like, I'm obsessed with her. Like I want to date her. Jace messaged us saying, no way I'd turn down a chance with someone doing aerospace engineering. That sounds like a great job to set you up for life with a stable future. I can't understand why people get intimidated by people having good jobs. And Matt said, intelligent people find intelligence attractive. I'd love to date an aerospace engineer. So Caroline. Caroline was stoked. I told her about this. I messaged her and I said, babes, your hot property on the hookup 
Instagram page. What did she say? She was like, I'm still on the apps. So, like, she's there. Pull up, guys. Pull up. Suitors. Sydney. Take a ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I think that's why I stopped the cool girl act. I probably still have elements. It's subconscious. It's a patriarchy. Like, what can we do? But that was kind of why I went, no more. I'm going to be myself and I don't give a fuck if I'm less palatable I go on less dates, people aren't as keen, and as heartbreaking as it might be if you are someone like Caroline and you feel like, oh, why the fuck is no one matching with me? Like, this is just ruining my self-esteem. Like, it was something that she said to me. Like, it's better to be only dating people who see you as you. Yes. You know? Preach. Sorry, my Gandhi. Anyway, um, <laughs> someone who is. <laughs> no, I don't even know who Eleanor is about. No, I do. But, like, I don't want to call her Gandhi. <laughs> Isn't um, she, like, a president wife or something maybe you can say (laughs) look i'm gonna quote somebody here who messaged us about this they said as eleanor roosevelt said roosevelt is it is it roosevelt (laughs) either way this chick said no one can make you feel inferior without your permission if you feel intimidated or inferior to someone it's only because you have an inferiority complex lisa The researcher, the actual brains behind all of this, has some great advice for you. Key part is really about not censoring yourself. You know, I think that I think we need to break down these stereotypes around around a high maintenance woman or an intellectual woman or whatever it might be, and this need to sort of um, censor yourself into the cool girl. So I think the main take would be that you need to, you know, own own who you are because ultimately those things are going to come out in the course of the relationship. Like you can't really maintain that persona for an extensive period of time. Can I just say, love how many people came to us with this Everyone had such insightful, thoughtful things to say and you really made this episode shine. Like we were just like going off what people were saying. But that's what I love about this show so much. It's like we just got a DM from someone and they basically were like, I need help. And we're like, okay, cool. I don't know about this happening. Like, do you? And then put it to you guys. And that's what I love is that there's so much that we can learn together. There's so much we can debate together. There's so much that we can hear there's so much that we can learn from you mm. through your experiences and you getting in touch with us and sharing. So thanks heaps. And if you haven't already noticed, like there are plenty of episodes where Dee and I are learning along the way. <laughs> like we know some stuff, but it's really a collaborative process. So thanks for being here with us. Yeah. And if you ever want to DM us like Caroline did, uh, at Triple J, the hookup is where you can find us. Give us a follow, send us a message. And, yeah, you can also email us at thehookup at abc.net.au. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, bye. bye. bye.